It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week, once again, I am here with our music writer, Melissa Ruggieri. Welcome. Hi. It's always great to have you with us. Yes. Because uh, we both love to talk about music. We do. And uh, we can talk about it for a long, long time. Yes, we have a lot to talk about this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually been a couple months, so, yeah. you know, here we are again. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we're here to talk about this week is summer concerts because it's about that time. It when feels like that time anyway. It certainly does. <laughs> feel like it that feels time. like July <laughs> yeah it's been very hot so there's no doubt that summer's coming but another indication that summer's coming is there are lots of concerts especially outdoor concerts coming up I you know I, I always this is the time of year I wish I lived in Vermont because if yep. I were going to outdoor concerts it would be a lot more pleasant you know one thing that's weird this summer is that there are no stadium shows because last year we had Def Leppard and Journey we had the Zach Brown band we had Jason Aldean we had yep. Taylor Swift and Beyonce both over at Mercedes-Benz and it's just a it's just a cyclical thing really I mean there aren't mm-hmm. enough acts that are doing stadium shows right or you might get a Zach Brown that's going to do a stadium show elsewhere but they already played their home town so yeah. you know why they're on the same tour that kind of thing so yeah. it's a little a little slower in the sense of there aren't as many big giant shows this right. summer but there are still a million things yeah <laughs> i mean spend your money on and there really aren't that many acts who can sell a yes. stadium i mean they're, they're few and far between and, and often they have support acts that that can sell a chunk of it on their own right. or like the journey def leopard double yep. bill which sold a million tickets they made a hundred million dollars i yeah. mean the tour was usually successful but you also had two big classic rock yep. bands on there would one or the other have done it on their own i don't know if they would have sold it out yeah you know they may have done twenty five thousand people but hey why not do 45 right, <laughs> right. and yep. make all that extra money so yep. i'm guessing so now next season we'll probably be back more on the the stadium cycle for right. for these things and and also you know it also matters what the scheduling is like at the baseball stadiums because that's where a lot of them mm-hmm. are held and then also you know at the even with us having a, a domed well a retractable roof <laughs> right stadium, yeah you know we've got the soccer team then you've got football coming right. in, in in august so yeah it just kind of and it was interesting i just i was just as look i was looking through what's coming and i noticed you know at the roxy which is at suntrust park yeah there's not a whole lot going on no. there during the summer either and i, I imagine that has something to do with the prevalence of baseball yes. 
Yes. Uh, they don't want to have too many events happening yeah. at once. And, you know, I was in Philadelphia last weekend and I was driving by their entertainment complex that has the, the baseball stadium, the football stadium and their arena all in the same, you know, same area. Right. And I was with my nephew who had never been there before. And he's like, what happens if there's two games going on or a, a game and a concert? I said, you know, I was there once for a concert at the arena and there was a baseball game going on. Wow. And they've got it down. But, yeah, it wasn't fun. It yeah. wasn't pleasant. You had to get there really early because otherwise you'd be sitting in traffic for two hours. Yeah. So, it's kind of the same with us, even though SunTrust Park isn't necessarily isn't near the other venues, but still, you yeah. got a baseball game and then you'd have a concert. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it's yeah. really not worth it. They want to get people to come down when there's nothing else, no right. other reason for them to be there to use the restaurants and do everything right. else. So yeah, yeah, they want them to have a pleasant experience too, exactly. and not have to <laughs> right. you know they're they're going to a concert and then have to get in all the baseball traffic. Yes, so, yeah. and you know getting a ride back and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, but. This weekend is the tour kickoff for Hootie and the Bluefish. It's their tour kickoff weekend, actually. Right. We're the third date on the tour, and that's going to be at Lakewood. They played a special show here last year with Jason Aldean. Mm -hmm. It was not really a double bill, but they were his special guests on the tour. Right. And and that was one of the first public shows they had played in a long time. They never broke up. They do this charity thing in South Carolina, a golf tournament, concert kind of thing, because Darius Rucker is involved in that. and. They've always still been a band, even though the yeah. other guys have kind of gone off and done other things. But this is their first time, you know, headlining a show back right. here. The show's also doing really, really well. I mean, it's almost sold out. It almost yeah. sold out immediately, actually. And Bare Naked Ladies is on the tour with them. So if you're into that 90s thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of people. You know, you can wear you can wear your, your shorts with the pockets in them. Bring <laughs> the your, cargo bring, shorts. Yeah, bring your hacky sack. <laughs> bring, your, bring your hacky sack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing I'm yep. guessing is going to be going on in the parking lot yeah. on, on, on June 1st. Then on June 5th. I'm really excited about this. So Christian Bush and Rita Wilson are touring together. And this is Rita's fourth album just came out called Halfway to Home. Christian has a new EP coming out this summer. They're friends. They've known each other for a while. Rita's actually a really good singer-songwriter. And I think it's just a cool pairing that, you know, they just kind of decided, yeah, let's go out for a few dates and see what happens. And playing someplace like Center Stage is always nice to see Christian in a, in a smaller venue. Yeah, yeah. He does He's does Eddie's Attic. Eddie's Attic every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you haven't gone to one of those and maybe you want to see what Rita Wilson is all about as a singer, right. this would be kind of a fun way to do that. On June 8th, you've got a couple of choices. you got Ariana Grande at State Farm Arena and then the Tycoon Festival at Lakewood. It's not really a festival, although yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure what constitutes a festival these days. Right, right. How many acts does it take <laughs> right. to make a festival? And yeah. does it have to be more than one day? Because this isn't, right. I mean, but it is going to be with Kendrick Lamar, Chris Brown, T.I., Trey Songs, Young Thug, and others. And it, so it will be an all-day-long thing right. at Lakewood. So if you want to go check out yeah. the, the rappers and the R&B stuff that's going to be going on there. Yeah. And then on June 22nd, Freaknik is coming back. And yeah. this time as a one-day event at Lakewood, the organizers are convinced that they can make this a family-friendly event and kind of wash off the stigma of what Freaknik became. I mean, it was before my time here. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You probably have better recollections. Oh, of, I, yeah, I remember it well. <laughs> what happened it was It was mostly just the frustration of trying to get somewhere that you wanted to be <laughs> because people were partying in the streets. Which is great for the people partying in the streets, but <laughs> not so much for the people who are trying to get from one place to another. So, and it was highways and everything. I mean, yeah, just, it was everything because you know. so many people yeah. came to town. I mean, from all over. Um, I mean, it was it was a big street party yeah. basically, and, and, and the word got out among yeah. you know the southeast basically, yeah. right? That's who was coming. Yeah. Just even yeah. further afield. Yeah. yeah, it was like the historically black colleges from all over. Yeah, folks would come and uh, you know, and they would have events and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would have try, and they tried toward right. the end to make it more of a you know centralized thing, but it just never quite worked out because it, it was always sort of a 
a free form right. sort of street party, and that's what it was always going to be. There, you know, you can't put things like that back in a you know in, in, <laughs> well, in a nice try. little box. I know. But but yeah, and maybe they will. Uh, it's but uh, I, and but this I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I know it sounds more just again like a all day concert festival type yeah. thing. What they're trying to do, and I think. Because they're appealing to an older crowd, maybe some of those yeah. people who were in college, you know, back in the old Freaknik days. The lineup is Project Pat, Uncle Luke, DeBrat, Foxy Brown, uh, Kilo Ali, Bun B, and Pastor Troy. Yeah, so it's not exactly, yes. you know, the, the, it's not the new. Kendrick Lamar yeah, it's not. It's yeah. yeah. So yeah, it does have that sort of uh, throwback feel to yes. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and I think the fact that it will be contained at Lakewood. You know, there might be some tailgating and stuff out, sure. you know, in the neighborhood or whatever. But it'll be interesting to see what what the turnout is. Also, you yeah. know, I mean, how many people are going to be interested if they do feel like they can yeah. bring their family to this? Right. You know, yeah, because it doesn't. I mean, this is not it's definitely not something that's designed to appeal to your average college student. No, no. So, no. and when they say family friendly, I also don't think they mean bring your six year old. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That lineup also doesn't scream no, child no. child friendly. <laughs> it no. Does not. And if you've seen the logo for Freak Nick, it it neither. Shows yeah. anything related to children. Yeah. So I would just be, you know, cautious if you have older kids, perhaps maybe right. in the high school or college age. Right. It's it's a grown folks yes. family. <laughs> yes. yes. Just just Bring the your aunts and uncles and cousins. Right. Exactly. Just the <laughs> right. folks who are uh, of age. Yes. I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to see how that turns out. And you know, because it is something that they said they want to continue doing every mm-hmm. year and make it an annual tradition like it used to be, but just yeah. a safer, you know, more right. controlled and one. So yeah, and I mean, you know, there are plenty of places. That have lots of those, lots, yeah. of, lots of festivals, even with just one day festivals. Right. But you know, sometimes they expand. It's like right. the one music festival has done sure. that. Sure. Um, yeah. Look, others, how, look how well that's done. Over yeah, there, and shaky, know, knees, yeah. shaky knees, shaky beats. Yeah. All of those things have done. You know, yeah. they they get bigger every right. year. Um, even you know. Music Midtown when it came back was just yep. the one night. Yep. And now it's you know back to two full days. Yeah. And you know, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> pretty soon we'll be back to having a Freak Nick Festival weekend. Hey, who knows? <laughs> who knows? So this is this one's for me, Rick Springfield. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just released an album called Orchestrating My Life. It's 12 of his songs re-recorded with orchestras. So now we know why he's playing with the ASO on June 27th uh, okay. at Symphony Hall. He's doing okay. a, he's doing a tour of symphonies, symphony yeah. halls, basically. And another favorite, not of mine, of other people, Dead & Company yes. <laughs> is back yet again. Yeah. Still with John Mayer. This is probably the 18th time they've played here, but they sell out all the time. They're going to be at Lakewood June 29th. Yeah. And People, those deadheads, man, they yeah. they are just still and then trucking. John, I, John Mayer is going to be doing a tour of his own yes, later on. Yes, he's back too. here in August by yeah. himself to, uh, playing the arena. So right. you know, it's a lot of John Mayer, but it's but I, I you know, it's a very different John Mayer. Oh yeah, he's with. Yeah. And I spoke to Mickey Hart a couple of months ago, and he just was so effusive in his praise about John Mayer and what right. an amazing guitarist he is, and how impressed he is that he's able to hang with them because they're an improv band for so much of what they do. Right. And he kind of had to learn to. You know, not do the four-minute songs, but right, <laughs> to, just, to, right. to not only follow but also lead a lot yeah. too. And he's really kind of grown into that role. So you know, yeah. good for him. I mean, I'm sure he, he obviously enjoys it because yeah, he yeah, he's have been to doing do it, it for, <laughs> right. for several years yeah, now. Yeah, and people still love coming to see him. Yeah. So then into July, the first week of July, we have a couple of like rare things. Hugh Jackman is bringing yep. his arena tour to America for the first and 
possibly only time. The guy's yeah. pretty busy. He's going to be at State Farm Arena July 3rd and performing some of his favorite songs. So that we know there'll be things from Les Mis and The Greatest Showman and mm-hmm. a lot of Broadway stuff that he's done. Still, one of the best Broadway shows I've seen in all the Broadway shows I've seen, which have been a lot, was when he was in The Boy from Oz yeah. about 15 years ago. Right. And just amazing. Yeah. Just totally amazing. So <laughs> I'm really excited about seeing him <laughs> on stage. Plus, yeah. he's so handsome. He's well, it's, it's, it's just it's, It just feels a little odd to me to see someone, you know, Someone that you like you, that big of a, of a well, movie star. Well, or? well, and also somewhat, but but also someone that you you uh, associate with. Well, you associate them with movies, but I associate them just as much with musical theater. Right. And it's like it's like that's a big big place. It is, and yet the tour is sold out. That tour yeah. sold out instantly. Of course, right. there's the curiosity factor. You know, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I've got friends in Virginia who are going up to see him in D.C. who are all women in their 60s who are like, it's you, yeah. Jackman. We don't care what he's singing. He can, right. you know, yeah. he can stand up there and read the signage in the arena for yeah. all we care. And <laughs> you know, we're just going to be in the same room with the man. You know. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I, he's coming back to Broadway next year. And, you know, I would much rather love seeing him in a theater oh, with, well, you know, yeah. 800,000 people rather than 20,000 people. Mm-hmm. But still, this is going to be fun. And, and right. I'm positive he's going to put on some big production oh well yeah have every the dancing girls and everything yeah. to go with that and then on july 5th elo hit state farm and that's the first time that jeff lynn has played here since elo was at the omni in 1981 wow it has been that that's a long. long time ago it's a long time and i have friends on the west coast who saw the show when he performed there last he did a fall tour last yeah season. I, mean, I, have, I have friends who i believe went up to, fall. to new york to when they did yes they did they did madison square they, garden. Did, they, they did the garden they did philly they did a couple of east coast dates but this is the first time now they're you know doing more of the southeast on mm-hmm. this run and everybody i know who has seen this has just said it's the most spectacular show ever and yeah. i i'm not really sure what to expect honestly but i, I love their music and i've never seen yeah. them live because you know it was 1981 yeah it, <laughs> when it, it, i was kind of yeah. small <laughs> that's a, that's a tempting one for me i you know just I, to go yeah. you know yeah. like just to say you saw it because again i don't think we're going to have too many opportunities to right. see jeff lynn you know performing live because it's not something that well and performing the yellow and know, performing yellow like, songs you yeah know, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of July, we've got the 80s mixtape tour with New Kids on the Block, Debbie Gibson, Tiffany, Salt and Peppa, and Naughty by Nature coming to State Farm wow. July 11th. <laughs> Salt and Peppa, not Sin- Spinderella. Oh, <laughs> they okay. fired Spinderella. Oh, did they? Which I always thought was the coolest DJ name. I wanted to be Spinderella. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name yeah. for a DJ. Yeah. But she's no longer with them. And then Jennifer Lopez is celebrating her 50th birthday with a tour coming to State Farm July 22nd. I wish I looked like that, you know, 20 years ago, never yeah. mind at 50. <laughs> Right. <laughs> She's amazing what she could do on stage, too. And Atlanta's own TLC is back on the road this summer with Nelly. They will visit Lakewood July 24th. George Clinton is saying goodbye for about the 13th time in the past yeah. year. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're, we're yeah, we're, we've are we been burned before we on have. this farewell thing. But, you know, hey, it's always, it's always it's great. It's always him. He's going to be at the Fox in July. So, yeah. you know, this, this they say, is really going to be the last time he plays Atlanta. Right. So if you've missed the other five times, right. <laughs> going but, back to one music fest. Last but, you know, there will always probably be a, a oh, a P-funk. You know, a P-funk. There will always be a P-funk. Yes. Yes. The yes. mothership will, will go on. <laughs> the mothership will continue flying. <laughs> He might not be steering the ship, right. but, you know, it'll keep going on. And then heading into August, Tedeschi Trucks pulls into the Fox for a double shot on August 2nd and 3rd. And then Peter Frampton, he's on, you know, he says it's his farewell tour because he has this muscular 
degenerative disease. And he knows that in the next year or two, he's not really going to be able to play as well as he right. does. And I just saw him with Billy Joel at, at Madison Square Garden two weeks ago when uh, I went up for Billy's 70th birthday concert. Frampton came out as right. he was the surprise guest for the show. Billy usually has one. And mm-hmm. I mean, he sounded fantastic. He did two of his songs. He, he right. did You May Be Right with Billy in the band at the end of the show. And he looks great. He sounded great. Hmm. He, you know, every interview I've seen with him, you know, I mean, he's he's in a as cheerful a mood. I get he's trying to be as optimistic as possible right. about everything, but it's still right. kind of sad that you know what yeah. what we were just saying, like with George Clinton. You know, the people who keep saying they're gonna say goodbye right. and then they still keep going, but then you know there are some who, when they say it, they they mean it because they have to because of well, medical yeah. reasons yeah. or whatever. And he's going to be at Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta on August 11th. And then Brian Ferry returns to Atlanta. He played a great show at the Tabernacle in 2017. Yeah. Did you go to that show? No, I didn't. I missed that one. Well, maybe this I, time you'll want to go. Yeah. He'll be back at the Tabernacle August 15th. Yeah, I thought about that. Because the last time I saw him, I, it was, I believe, the Roxy Music Reunion. So, really? Yeah, and that, that was at Chastain. That was at that Chastain. Was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I couldn't resist a Roxy Music Reunion because they're prob- well, probably my favorite band ever. So. Well, you should go see Brian Ferry. Yeah. I mean, the newly minted Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Ferry. I was very, very pleased about that, <laughs> yes. as you can imagine. Yes. So. Did you watch it? Did you watch it? The- I have not not seen it yet it's good yeah it's really good and i of course my duran duran boys inducted them which was right. kind of cool for me yeah. and you know and just hearing them talk about roxy music with the reverence that they have for yeah. and the influence that yeah. they had on I, them. that was i think that was a perfect choice it too. really was yeah. and and even though they're the people who are going to say like oh duran duran was like copying roxy music well they weren't copying no. them but they they really did take a lot of what they were doing sure. just from their image and you know even musically and oh yeah said like yeah well, you can yeah. definitely hear it like yeah. we want to do this yeah you know we want to be that guy yeah <laughs> So, and their performance was good, though. You should you should check that yeah. out. And then Queen will make its first Atlanta appearance with Adam Lambert on August 22nd at State Farm Arena. Also, a really good show. I saw really? the last That's the tour first time with Adam. With yeah, Adam. they did it with Paul Rogers. Yeah, I knew that they, but I'm surprised. And they, I, they didn't come here the last time they, the last huh. tour they did. They did not play Atlanta. And I saw them up in Atlantic City with Adam Lambert. Yeah. And, and he's fun. I mean, he's not Freddie Mercury. He Nobody doesn't try is. to be Freddie Mercury. <laughs> he actually comes out and says, I know I ain't Freddie Mercury, but he's got an amazing voice. I mean, yeah. he really has a powerful voice. And, you know, he's flamboyant in his own way, if that's yeah. what you wanted, like somebody kind of. Freddie-esque in that mm-hmm. regard. And, you know, the rest of Queen, Brian May and Roger Taylor, I mean, they sound fantastic. Yeah. And it's just a fun show. And I think, you know, I think they pull it off. They, and yeah. plus, of course, with all the hoopla around Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie. Yeah. And yeah. It was sort of like this Queen resurgence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. music and commercials all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, these songs have been around for like 30 years. Yeah. You finally just realized you could start using them in your commercials yeah. or, or selling them or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a busy summer. Uh, I'm going to try and stay indoors as much as possible. Yeah. Glad all these arena shows are taking place. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like I, I'm I guess I'm lucky in some ways that, that most of the shows that I want to see don't ha- don't tend to happen during summer. It's like most of the people I like mm-hmm. are are busy doing European festivals. Right, that's true. So yes. it's like, yeah, I do tend to have a, a, a fondness for the British acts. <laughs> and, and so, and they're always doing... You know, festival yes, tours. Yes, because that's that's the, the thing summer. to do overseas. Right. And, I mean, Europe, and European festivals. And, are, and are huge. yeah, and you won't. You know, 
fry to a crisp. Well, right, because it's only like 70 degrees there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you almost fried to a crisp with shaky knees in May. Yeah, yeah. A couple of those days. But yeah, and and also a lot of the bands that you like too, they'd be playing, you know, smaller venues. This is true. Which are usually air conditioned. Although sometimes, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Some of those those little venues, maybe not so much. Yeah, I'm still trying to decide if I want to spring the uh, cash to go see Vampire Weekend in August. Oh, you uh, mean for Music Midtown? No, no. They're going to be the other other show, show, which has been sold out yeah um but um yeah i might do that i believe that's late august i'm not sure i don't even have the date i don't have the date but either. take a look uh <laughs> yeah vampire weekend's playing the national is playing soon and uh that's sold out so but all indoors it's all indoors so yes yeah, so those that's something to think about maybe uh, i should do a story about here are the indoor concerts you can go <laughs> see you know how we always do yeah. those stories about here are the festivals in atlanta or right. here are the outdoor yeah. concert series or whatever how about here are the indoor concerts? well well we do occasionally do those so it's like if you hear places to keep cool right you know because you, you know go. there's movie theaters everybody knows right but right. you know there are other places you can go and do fun things indoors yeah and, yeah and concerts are one of them and in maybe a places. specific list of what concerts you yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. You know, keep an eye out. We might just do that. Well, and if I can just give a little plug to the uh, Atlanta Music Scene blog, that's that's where you're going to yes. find all my reviews of concerts. When we, you know, do photos as well, that's that's where it's going to be, and also on the AJC website. Right. We've got the photo galleries from from our photographers yep. and stuff. Because you know, we do try to cover as much as we can all yep. summer, and it's it's hard sometimes when you're the only person, or maybe yeah. maybe with a little bit of help here and there. But you know, right. we, we try and get a good smattering of of what's out there. Yeah, and then yeah, we uh you know sit down and decide what concerts we're going to have a photographer shoot right. and uh um you know so that we can say we were there and show you what was happening at the show even if you can't be there and so we have all of that at ajc.com and uh, you can always find that along with the atlanta music scene blog um and i will, I will go out and sweat for you yes basically. <laughs> <laughs> i i did mine at shaky knees and right. that was that that was my limit for the year and it was so. much appreciated <laughs> And now you know what it's like, right? Yes. So, so yeah. Um, uh, and also check out, uh, Melissa will have a, a story about this uh, on the Atlanta Music Scene blog as well. May 31st. May 31st. Um, so, in the Go Guide section. Yep. In Go Guide. That's and right. Online. <laughs> online and in Go Guide uh, in Friday, May 31st. So uh, thanks sure. for coming, Melissa. Uh, it's always, always great. Always my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. We love talking about music. I'm sure it shows. Uh <laughs> So uh, join us again next week. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. The Atlanta Shakespeare Company is about to celebrate a couple of milestones. The June 1st performance of The Life of King Henry VIII marks the end of the company's 35th season. It also wraps up the Shakespeare Evolution series, which entailed performing all of Shakespeare's history plays in the order in which they were written. That took three seasons. And finally, the company has now fully produced and presented all 39 plays currently attributed to William Shakespeare for the second time. The first time through the canon took 21 years. The second took just eight years and two months. So the Atlanta Shakespeare Company has reason to celebrate, and they'll do that with free light hors d'oeuvres before the show and a champagne toast afterwards with the cast. Tickets are limited, but everyone is invited to join them after the show for the toast and some cake. You can get more info at shakespeartavern.com, and you can get tickets for any of the performances of Henry VIII, which continue through June 16th. Natalie Mearing, who records and performs as Wise Blood, is bringing her current tour to the Earl on June 3rd. 
She released her fourth album, Titanic Rising, in April, and it's one of the best-reviewed albums of the year, with Record Collector Magazine calling it, quote, a strong contender for album of the year, unquote. Arts and culture website Pop Matters writes, to genuinely appreciate this album, you need to sit with it and let it wash over you. It's a remarkable achievement that has echoes of the more thoughtful artists who populated early 70s radio. A bit of Nielsen, some Joni Mitchell, even a touch of the Carpenter's melancholy sheen. It's all updated and stamped with a modern sensibility, a willingness to experiment with texture and structure. See how Wise Blood, spelled W-E-Y-E-S, recreates that magic on stage at the Earl on June 3rd, if you can score a ticket to the sold-out show. Check online. If you're feeling a wee bit Scottish, don't miss the Blairsville Scottish Festival and Highland Games. Now in its 16th year, the festival brings together Highland dancers, Scottish athletes, family clans, bagpipes and drums, and traditional musicians to celebrate Scottish heritage. Even if your family tree is totally free of Scottish ancestors, this is a great way to experience Scotland without a passport or an international flight. The opening ceremony with masked bands and a parade of tartans will be at noon on Saturday, June 8th. There's also the Gaelic Gallop 5K and One Mile Fun Run on Saturday. Be sure to check out the sheepdogs demonstrating their herding skills and don't forget to sample the haggis. Admission is $15 per day or $25 for both Saturday and Sunday. Children 12 and under are free. The Blairsville Scottish Festival and Highland Games begins at 9 a.m. June 8th and 9th at Meeks Park right off of Highway 515, about two hours north of Atlanta. Get details and directions at BlairsvilleScottishFestival.com. The Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical, is headed for the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center June 7th through the 9th. It's based on the novel by best-selling author Rick Reardon, one of a series of books about the character. Percy Jackson is the son of sea god Poseidon and a mortal woman, offering a modern take on Greek mythology. Young Percy has powers he can't quite control, but he's on a mission to thwart a war among the gods of Olympus. Join the adventure as the Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical comes to the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center for four shows from Friday, June 7th through Sunday, June 9th. Tickets range from $45 to $75, and they're available at CobbEnergyCenter.com. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.